Good evening, good evening, good evening. It's time for WWW. My name is Ken H. coming to you live from Houston, of course, and I want to just touch base and say hello and see how your February 26th Monday night is going. I hope you had a great day, the beginning of the week. It's been a fantastic start to the week so far. Yesterday was good. Today is better. And we get started. If you're new to the program, welcome, welcome. This is very simple. It's what's happening in our world and what do we think about it. It's a simple little 25-minute program that I wanted you to come and enjoy. I hope you do. You're always welcome back. Found available, of course, on the iTunes iPod uh, at Kenthurst under www. Always found there. We're going to take a little small, simple story. We're going to talk about USA events, entertainment events, sporting events. Take a small little break. Hear from our sponsors at Travel and Leisure. Talk about things in the world. Take a small final break here from our sponsors, and then we'll talk about what we heard tonight and have some comments about it. Real simple format. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Let's get started. What's going on in the United States? Well, flooding is happening in the United States. Unfortunately, they're not getting any relief there. That Puxitani, I'm ready to let that little rat stay in his hole and never come out again. I'm not interested in seeing little Puxitani anymore for Groundhog Day, and it doesn't seem to be helping. Ohio's struggling with some flooding again. Texas is flooding. Arkansas is flooding. Tennessee is flooding. Seventy rivers have once again drawn this weekend some flooding conditions, not making it pleasant for those nations, cities, states, and, and, and just not very pleasant. So, we're still struggling, although we're dry here in Houston. We still have not. There are plenty of people that have not fully recovered from the Harvey hurricane over that season when it occurred. So not a good idea, and we're sorry for that. Now, hang in there, folks. I hope it stays dry, gets drier, starts to dry up. Those rivers start to recede. Seventy rivers are flooding in those four major states. We wish them all well and hope everything gets better and certainly we have nothing but good thoughts. Everybody knows here, if you're not and you're new to the program, I have a horse I brought with me from the Netherlands over. Midnight is his name. What a fantastic animal that is. Saw him twice today. Unbelievable. Now, I've done a lot of riding and I've done a lot of things with him. I have never done this. Man was arrested in California for riding his horse on the freeway. That's not so smart. But he did and he got caught. Why was he riding on the freeway, you ask? And at night, even worse? Well, he was drunk, of course, folks. You can't be intoxicated and ride your horse on the freeway. Right? Well, he thought he could. The police said no. He's in custody. The horse is in great shape. We're glad for that. All right, let's go over to entertainment. This weekend, of course, the Oscars are in shape, gearing up for the famous best uh, movies of the year. If you're an entertainment buff and a movie fan like I am, it looks like The Shape of Water is drawing so far the biggest accolades and potential winning Oscars, whether that's in the various categories or even Picture of the Year. I have uh, till tomorrow to vote. Tuesday is your voting day if you're on the Motion Picture Academy of Fine Arts, and so you get till tomorrow to vote. They'll put those votes in. Price Waterhouse will account for them and then show those winners on Sunday. Jimmy Kimmel, the host there, we hope he doesn't draw political iced, angst problems. Black Panther, I mentioned to you, a good movie. Have you seen it? I have. Great movie. Good for all audiences. A mixed group of audiences. The surveys and statistics will tell you it's a very mixed group. 
33% or so of African Americans, 37% of Caucasians, some Asians and some uh, Spanish uh, speakers, Latin speakers are seeing the movie, earned another $108 million over the weekend. That's the second weekend it's been out and the second $100 million. It's been 400 so far domestically in the United States and 704 million worldwide. The Asians are really loving the movie. 704 million dollars the movie has drawn in so far. That's a lot of money for a Black Panther. How about over the sports? We finished the closing ceremonies were last night, of course, in the Olympics. Final medal count, Norway topped the medal count again with 39 medals. Germany 31, Canada 29, USA got in the top five with 23, edging out my Netherlands just by three. 20 Netherlands medals in total. Some of those guys are on their way back or already back, of course, and it was a great Olympics for everybody. Oh, that was good. No troubles, no difficulties. So that was a good Olympics in that regard. Heartwarming story in the sports, and we'll finish off the sports section, the American section tonight with this great story. We'll have more later, but for now, Parkland, Florida, two weeks ago known for this horrible, devastating shooting on the Valentines of the school, high school campus, 17 dead, many injured, the criminal is in custody, good for that. Very exciting, their boys senior hockey team won the Florida State Championship in ice hockey, and they're on their way to the national conference title games, uh, ice matches, so very exciting for those. Again, we'll have more on that later, but that's very, very cool that that little group was able to get out on the ice, put that devastating drama behind them, really focus, and turn out to be victorious. I got a thought about that we'll share with you later. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, by the way, if you're going to travel, if you haven't ever seen a Travel and Leisure magazine what exactly are you waiting for? Travel and Leisure offers beautiful pictures, great advice, good locations all around the globe. That magazine will come to your house once every month for 12 months or 12 issues, one year total. $29.99 is all you have to pay. And if you order through this service or through this recording, you'll save 58%. We're grateful they're there. Find them at www dot travelandleisure.com backslash order today. That's travelandleisure.com backslash order today. And those magazines will begin to come. I get them once a month as well. Fantastic, beautiful. Makes you thirst for wanting to go travel someplace. Makes you want to go. If you have a phone, you'd rather use the telephone, no problem. 866-737-8037. I'll put that same magazine in your mailbox. Thank you again, Travel and Leisure. We're glad you're with us. All right, all right. Let's span the globe. What's going on in the globe than the world we're living in? Well, if you're in Paris, I found this to be an interesting story. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but if you're in Paris, and we've all taken them, all those snapshots, Instagram pictures, Facebook pictures of everybody with the Eiffel Tower in their background... And uh, if those pictures were taken at night, uh, you're breaking the law. What? Yeah, you're breaking the law. I don't know if you knew this or not. I just found this out today. In fact, I 
have plenty of pictures from Paris. I love going to Paris, been to Paris many times, but I was surprised at this story. The Eiffel Tower, of course, is a public domain during the day. But if you haven't seen those fantastic pictures, people are starting to, to take them because they've got a light show with some fireworks and light shows lighting up the Eiffel Tower every night. The problem with that is that those light shows and fireworks displays become the property of the artist creating them, a.k.a. no longer public domain. Therefore, if you're taking pictures of the Eiffel Tower and its show, light show, fireworks show, and you're not sending the artist royalties, that's where you're breaking the law. Well, gosh, Ken, I'm so sorry. Where do I need to send the check? Ha, ha, ha. That's my point exactly. And, of course, the struggle they're up against. Nobody's gone to jail. Nobody is going to be going to jail. Nobody has even been attempted to be prosecuted. Nor have they said, say, hey, hey, put that camera down. They just simply say, that's really not, again, you know, not legal. Didn't know that. I thought that was very fascinating. I had no idea that was going on or against the law. What else we got going on in our world? Well, if you're in China, and I'm doing some business in China and talking about the Chinese a lot, they changed their rules Sunday. Broke with tradition, President Xi, 64-year-old, seen him on TV, very, very elegant man, done well. Sounds like he's going to be in office for some time. He's two, uh, 2013, he was elected president. And he's been there, was supposed to go out in five more years from now. But since they broke precedent and abolished the term limits rule, it sounds like he could be there for quite some time. And he's not so old that he couldn't survive and keep going and, you know, keep, 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 keep going. That seems like the plan. He's very popular, strong leader in the world on the Asian peninsula. And so it looks like we're going to be dealing with that guy for quite some time. Certainly all of President Trump's eight years in office. Putin's not going anywhere. So a lot of these guys are we're going to have to be dealing with for the future. So it's maybe wise for us to keep the same guy in office for seven more years to at least deal with what he's having to deal with. All right, all right, let's bring that border world events back to home a little bit. Looks like the president uh, of Mexico is no longer going to come to the White House and have a state visit with President Trump. Oh, darn it. He got in a little tizzy today. They had a, a heated phone call, it sounds like, from all reports. It seemed to stem into a normal conversation and got tailed back, of course, into the Trump wall and his campaign rhetoric was always Mexico's going to pay for it. It seemed to have brought that into the conversation on the phone today. And the president of Mexico said, you stop with this wall and us paying for it stuff. No, I'm not coming to visit anymore. I'm going to stay home and not visit America and come to the White House because you keep asking me to pay for that wall. Would it? All right. 
Let's take a final little break as we move into our section on the on the we section part. Folks, I hit you a lot with Valentine's. I'm not going to apologize. I think I saved a lot of people by the signals I got and the messages I got. I saved a lot of people some angst from their lovelies because they got some fantastic gifts from Harry and David. Not surprised. Harry and David, a big sponsor of this program. We love them and we love their gifts. And what a deal. Wow. And here they've done it again. And yes, I just got my information from them today. Because why? What's coming up, folks? Grow up your child. It's time for Easter. I want to hunt Easter eggs. I want chocolate. I want chocolate eggs. I want chocolate bunnies. I want to color them all. Well, of course, Harry and David's going to be there to rescue us. What a surprise. No surprise. Typical. They do great work. So, folks, they have offered a fantastic catalog worth of luscious gifts. The one I'm looking at right now is called the Easter Sweets Gift Box. Decorative for the occasion, this charming Easter box is filled with moose munch, premium popcorn, a milk chocolate bunny, and buttery shortbread cookies and a pastel Easter candy corn bag. Serves two or three people. $19.99 from Harry and David. We thank you for Harry and David always being a part of our program. What a deal. If you'd like to get this basket box, Easter box, or any other items, I encourage you to look at www.harryanddavid.com. That's harryanddavid.com. Or if you like that telephone, no problem, 800-547-3033. That's 3033. All right, all right, all right. Let's keep going. Let's go back to that Parkland thing. I have some thoughts on that whole deal, and I have, you know, interesting what you think about it, but I'm not at all surprised that they won. It seems that our higher purpose has a real great affinity for the heartbroken and the devastated, downtrodden. And I, I speak in that regard from personal experience. I know in my own life, when I'm struggling, when I have a tough time, I certainly get a real boost of excitement or encouragement. That happened to me this week as well. But I, I also would say Houston struggling, had all that hurricane drama and Harvey difficulties and really brought the city to its knees, certainly to a standstill. We saw some major heroic acts and wonderful testament to the human spirit, but the city was still broken and is still somewhat broken. And if you remember what happened, the Houston Astros were playing in the World Series, beat the Yankees, to get to that series, and then started to play the Los Angeles Dodgers. And what an incredible series that was, all the way to seven games to finally win the World Series and bring that pennant home and the World Series trophy home. Boy, did it uplift the city. And I was at the viewing party for Game 7, and it was a blast, folks. If you've never been to a viewing party at the stadium where your team is playing, whether it's sports or basketball or football or baseball or whatever, I would, I, I, I'll definitely go again. I never had been to one. This was such a blast, such a party, such a riot, such atmosphere. Tickets were free so everybody could come. So the kids were there, the families were there, the grandparents were there. It was just a festival moment. And of course, the outcome was great. So if you've never been to a viewing party, would recommend it. But wow, 
that was amazing. And the city needed that. The city needed that lift. I bring that point to a close by saying Rock Parkland, Florida, that school devastated by that tragedy last two weeks ago, they needed something. And those boys pulled it together, stayed focused, and wound up being the state champions in Florida in ice hockey. Bravo, gentlemen. Bravo. Congratulations. We wish you nothing but success. That Cinderella story hopefully will go all the way into the national tournament, and you guys will have a fantastic tournament and will win it and bring some of that much-needed pleasure and joy back to a heartbroken community. I won't be surprised if you hear me report in the next couple of weeks or whenever that tournament is. I'll take a look at it. If those boys don't bring that tournament victory home. I believe that with my heart because I believe above somebody else is in control. And I think that's the way it works. So very good. Again, bravo to those boys, the ice hockey team. So I've talked about my horse enough. You guys know I love Midnight. Midnight and I get along very well. We have a wonderful relationship. I usually tell you, I think I've told you in the story before, if you can't reach me on the telephone, and all my friends are business partners, if you can't reach me on the telephone, it's probably because I'm on the back of my horse and I don't generally have my phone with me to 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 do that. Now, you all will say, ah, Kent Hurst, you always have your phone with you because I've seen enough videos and pictures with you and that horse, so you have your phone. You caught me. You caught me. I just don't really answer the telephone. Now, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. I have done some business riding midnight. I have, I have fond memories of closing some business deals on the back of my horse. <laughs> That's right. I'm the deal-making cowboy on the back of my horse. But you won't ever hear me say I'm drinking and riding. Okay? So that man in California busted... Funny if you listen to the, the story, the cops said, what are you doing? He said, I'm riding my horse. He goes, you can't ride your horse. He said, I can't do. Look at me. I'm riding. He said, yeah, but it's at night. He goes, yeah, what's the matter with that? He said, sir, you can't ride your horse at night on the highway. He said, why? He said, sir, have you been drinking? He said, of course. <laughs> of course. Horse, always drink while you ride, right? No, no, no. As we get going, we finally turn the corner. We're on our way back. So the Paris photo was an interesting thought for me. I thought that was very fascinating. In fairness, I've got I made some great pictures from from Paris. I did some great events for my family and did some things there. And I was shocked to read that you can't take pictures at night in. Paris of the Eiffel Tower and that light show and fireworks show leads me to kind of believe how many other pictures have I taken that are illegal or maybe I'm in trouble for because when you think about it you go to Disney and Disney has that firework light show all the time out in front of the Vegas uh, hotels they've got those famous water shows that do the Claire de Lume show and, and play that you saw that on the movie, of course, Ocean's Eleven. 
So does that mean every time there's an art show or some sort of light or water program that I have to be careful taking my photographs, that nobody is allowed, it's against the law, or I have to give some sort of residual checks to the artist? Hmm. Well, I'm going to listen to your thoughts. I'd love to hear what you think about that subject. I'm not a big believer that that's the law of the land. might be the law in Paris, but I don't think Disney's going to be asking you to give those pictures up of you and Mickey Mouse there with the fireworks going off behind his head, or the Harry Potter show and the lights going off in the fire, or any other show for that matter. And I've said, said the article was of course clear to dictate nobody's been prosecuted they're not racing after you to tell you hey 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 we want your camera we need those pictures don't you dare post them but let's have a little fun and games you send them to me if you've got a picture of you in front of a paris light show i won't turn you in i promise i'm not the unabomber's brother but it would be fun to see I'll post mine on my Facebook, and you guys will see that picture straight away. I think I've got them at night. I know I've got them in the day, which is legal, perfectly legal. But I know I've got them in the day. I wonder if I have some at night. I think I do, in fairness. I do, in fact. I know exactly which one I can post. That's a great one. I'm going to post this terribly illegal picture. So if the podcast stops for some reason, and you don't hear from me the rest of the week, You'll know that they're on to me, and they've caught me, and we're very sorry. Right up front, I'm very sorry to the Parisian, my Parisian friends. No, no, you cannot chase me down. Ah, they will. Or they won't. Apparently they're not. Have a great week, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. If you have any comments, I look forward to hearing from them. Reach out. Say hello. Thank you again. It is the 26th of February, tomorrow 27, Wednesday 28. That's the end of the month. This is our shortest month in the year. Whew! We're almost over it. So that's pretty good. And so we just kind of watch through, see it through. If you're in Ohio or northern Texas or Arkansas or Tennessee, around those flood zones, try to stay dry. I wish you well. Next week, of course, we'll talk about the Oscars. It's only Monday. we got a lot going on, lots to talk about, and lots happening in the world we live in. We're glad you're with us. Have a great day. Have a great week. Tomorrow is Tuesday. We're going to power down and say thanks for coming. I'm Ken Erstig, and this is WWW. What's happening in the world, and what do we think about it? Have a great evening. <laughs>